1: Uh, you hear that? That's those sleigh bells, Christmas time people. We're on our way to a new Christmas season. And we here at The Bar want to make sure you take full advantage of a awesome opportunity. Uh, if you go to com and type in the code BAR, you will get a discount on your swag. And when I tell you, they have something for everybody from your grandparents all the way down to that coworker that you rarely even speak to. You can give the gift of theology. Yeah, that's right. They have some t-shirts with some theologians on them, some good scenes, good conversation starters. They also have mugs and pads and journals. I mean, just so many things. So go right now to missionaware.com. And make sure you type in the code B-A-R for the bar to get a discount and also to support our podcast. And uh, because, you know, time's running out. Before you know that, St. Nick and all them boys will be coming through ringing them sleigh bells. Y'all have a good one. Peace. The Bar. Biblical and Performing.
0: For those of us who claim Christ, our authority is the Scripture. For those who don't claim Christ or who claim another, I, I'd like for them to – we challenge them to explain a standard of truth apart from Scripture. Uh, explain the nature of good and evil apart, apart from the Scripture. Um, there, there's, you, you have no context. There's no justification for it except for the whims of, of, men, of you know, men. And so, man, we, we stand upon the foundation of the Scripture, sola scriptura, Scripture alone, man.
2: Doctrine,
0: yeah. solar scriptura, solar scriptura. scripture alone. Yeah. That means scripture alone. What's your eternal situation for the age of creation? For He laid the foundation, was a plan for expiation. Christ became propitiation, meaning He switched His places on the cross for our disgraces in the crowd. He saw what faces. Just... Welcome
1: everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne, and we're in the building. So excited to have a special guest on today. Uh, and I guess what makes it even better is this is a guy from my own state, a brother that I met online, uh, part of the Reformed family. Uh, introduced to you all, Mr. Derek. All right, I'm sorry. Look, David Finkley. Look. <laughs> I just said <laughs> sorry, before we man. started, I didn't want to mess his name up.
0: <laughs> David Finkley, man. What's up, brother? What's going on, bro? Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here, man. Thank you.
1: Yes, sir, man. Look, I apologize. I, I'm worried about my man' last name and messed up his first name. <laughs> it's no <laughs> hey,
0: problem, man. It's no problem. <laughs>
1: those that know me know that, man. I just – I have fun, man. And all this podcast really about uh, Dave, man, is – is basically exposing people to resources that's out there people that's out there making moves man and you really caught my eye man um uh through instagram and youtube man so first uh kind of introduce introduce yourself to the people and you know tell them you you know your your background you know not your zodiac sign none of that man but just tell them a little bit about yourself
0: all right well again thank you for having me man i appreciate it uh it's a pleasure to be here and Yeah, my name is David Finkley, and again, I live here in Sumter, South Carolina, Uh, and it was a pleasure to find out that you were in South Carolina because I'm really big on finding people in my area or close to me who have the same mind and the same anticipation about or or expectation of learning certain things and learning the Bible. So it was really good to to have you and and connect with you, but uh, I've been in church all my life. My dad is a pastor. Uh, My dad has been a minister ever since I can remember. And um, I just uh, was saturated with the whole, you know, uh, church environment and the whole church uh, uh, atmosphere, really. My life is centered around church. And so um, as I got older, I uh, originally wanted to graduate and go to school for business. I did a semester or two in in business. And um, just one day, like a ton of breaks, uh, something just hit me. It was like, you know, you need to learn and understand what you believe and why you believe it. And uh, right at that moment, I decided to change my major to uh, religion. And at the time, I was going to Liberty mm-hmm. University, so I just changed my uh, my major from business to religion, and I've been stuck in studying theology ever since. That was about uh, maybe 2008, 2009, so it's been a while mm-hmm. now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, um, I just really, you know, it's one thing that I've learned in my life is that you know you can know things because people tell you and you can know things because you've been around it a lot mm-hmm. and but at the same time you can have that type of experience and really don't know much at all and i found that i didn't really know as much as i thought i did because i never took the time to really study things for myself and get a clear understanding of what i believe and why i believe it so it really just drove me to uh study study as hard as i could, as as hard as i could and as much as i could to uh, just try to be able to tell people and help people understand um what I believe and why I believe it. And that just went that just led and trickled on down to where I am now. Um I started teaching in my local church. I uh, ended up graduating from Liberty University and um I wrote a couple books. Um and now I'm um uh, assistant pastor. I'm, I'm helping my dad in pastoring in a local uh ministry in King Street, South Carolina. So uh yeah. we're 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 really pushing to try to uh understand the bible as clearly as possible that's the main objective and and purpose of us getting together and it it's, it's a it's a very interesting journey but it's very fruitful and very beneficial for me and and everyone involved so uh it's a lot more I could probably say um, oh, yeah. but uh that's just a gyps of you know my life and how I got to where I am today
1: wow that's awesome man that is awesome yes, yeah. yeah the 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 thing about you know theology uh like you said and, and my listeners know this. Uh, because I said all the time, you know. It's like you said, it's one thing to to let somebody else tell you, but it's another right. thing to study it for yourself. Uh, right. and to right. to you know, because a lot of times what I've noticed in the body, especially amongst you know African Americans, is we believe the sovereignty of God. We just don't right. know why. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Like we right. we right. believe certain certain doctrinal uh, uh I guess <clears throat> statements, but we don't know. We can't explain it. You know what I mean? Right. Like we we Absolutely. know these things, Absolutely. and 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 but we just can't explain it or whatever. So I think that's awesome, man. Um, so yeah. you know, uh, I guess talk about you know, obviously this has been a journey, and we got a lot to to touch because right. as you were saying, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, we can talk about this, talk about that. All right, so talk about, I guess, uh, what. What was the thing that I guess inspired you or started you in the direction of you know the YouTube videos and the you know the the teaching on on the social media level?
0: Yeah, yeah, that was that was a big uh, that was a big leap in my life because I'm not I, I'm real if you, if you get to know me uh, you think I'm a you know outgoing person and, and once we gather uh, develop a relationship and I, I am pretty outgoing we we can talk and have a good time but. Naturally, I'm very quiet. I'm very reserved and very shy. So, um, just to get out there and get on YouTube was a big, big, uh, big thing for me because I'm not used to being mm-hmm. you know, outgoing in that way. But I, I was really compelled and really provoked to try to reach as many people as I could. And one of the things that I discovered is that yeah, I heard you mention earlier the African American community. In our community, in my tradition, at least among people that I'm I'm around the most. Kind of hard. We don't really take theology as seriously as, mm-hmm. as other ethnic groups. I put it that way. You know, um, it seemed as though uh, we just kind of go with the bare minimum. We just kind of accept what mm-hmm. is, is handed to us, and we don't really take you know theology and study and independent study as, as seriously as as we could. And um, you know, I, I just wanted to try to develop any type of community. It Didn't have to be African Americans or, any, or anything mm-hmm. like that. I just wanted to find people. Uh, anywhere that uh, would engage in the study and the, and the habits of trying to grow in the Bible and grow in, in, in theology, as I was trying to do. And um, you know, I just got my camera, I got some equipment. and I said, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna strike out and, and do this. And it was, it was very productive. Um, you know, it, it began with the Instagram page. And right. I mean, one day I was on the way to work, and I was like, you know, I just need to find some people, you know, that will, you know, discuss some things with me that may come up in my mind or some things that I may be studying. And mm-hmm. it's not that I didn't have, a you know, people around me because I, I really do have a good base of people around me that will study. It's just that, you know, we're all busy and we can't mm-hmm. always talk on the phone as much as we, we would like. And uh, with Instagram and social media, you know, everything is at your disposal. You can be, I mean, every day I sit and I would talk with people on, over Instagram all day long or over mm-hmm. YouTube mm-hmm. and converse back and forth, you know. And so it really helped me personally to grow. And it also gave me an opportunity to try to sharpen myself in the things that I believe, because one thing that I I, I begin to embrace as a concept of of growing biblically and spiritually is that if I can be challenged on what I believe, I feel like it'll help me personally, and that's one of the right. main reasons why, you know, I wanted to put the YouTube videos out there is because, you know, as big as YouTube is, you're going to find somebody out there that doesn't agree with you. And oh yes, can't really, know, so you can't really. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you know, uh, uh, justify what you believe and why you believe it, you know, then, you know, you kind of may need to reevaluate what it is that you believe in. So, I mean, oh, yes. I, I was very serious, man, about knowing what I what I knew and, and believing what I believed, and I wanted to put it to the test. And that's what my YouTube videos uh, were, were – that was the main objective for me, putting the YouTube
1: right out there so yeah yeah that definitely uh social media is the perfect place to uh yes, <laughs> to run into those that don't agree and won't don't mind telling you
0: right Right. absolutely i mean that is the perfect sometimes
1: but oh man oh man i bro i got so many trolls i almost started naming them man <laughs> i'm telling you bro but yeah that i agree bro you're right because um uh, uh I I've had a me. I have a team, man. That that actually this this podcast came out of, and we have a page sure. called Be Not Deceived. And you know right. we were out. You know we was out throwing haymakers, man. And we would get wow. books. It. I mean, you know, people yeah. would type yeah. the whole afternoon
2: yeah. refuting what <laughs> we were
1: saying. So. I you you did right you did the you went yeah, the right yeah. path <laughs> right right yeah when it comes yeah, to I, uh being challenged man so right. i guess you know in in a way that's a that's a form of uh, apologetics man and absolutely um, right and 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 that's 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 definitely needed um i guess yeah. since i didn't even know this was a part of your repertoire man but as far as apologetics go um mm-hmm. um what what's your what's your approach you know uh, are you familiar with uh seiko wood he's on facebook I, yeah I, mean. I
0: am i am he did a debate with the um what was it? the prosperity movement guy uh fred price oh yeah fred saying, price right? yep yep yeah, yeah seiko right. wood that's okay. a
1: good buddy of mine but that's uh if good, you know awesome. seiko on twitter he he's he's yeah. he's, a, he's a beast but <laughs> right, he
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> he don't play yeah, I, yeah i've seen I, I've, I've seen him on youtube a bit and uh, i kind of after i watched that debate i didn't really follow up with him but i Based on the debate that um, that I did see with him and and I can't remember Fred uh, Price's son name, but uh, yeah, I, I, I thought very okay. He's a junior, okay, but mm-hmm. I thought a lot of him, man, because he was really he was really adamant about sticking to the Bible, sticking mm-hmm. to the context. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean, making sure we go you know, follow the proper hermeneutics. Whereas mm-hmm. many other times, that's exploited and not really considered when interpreting the Bible. stuff. So. yeah, um, but yeah, yes, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's. that's cool.
1: That's my dude, man. But but we all we mess with him sometimes about his method of uh <laughs> of of I guess apologetics or whatever. Uh, I don't mess with you, Seiko. That's Virgil. If you're listening, man, don't, don't come get me. But anyway, <laughs> um So when 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 you are approached by, you know, these you know people that's coming at you, um uh what what's kind of your your thought process and and how do you take this opportunity, and what what do you do with those opportunities when when people approach you or are willing to combat what you you posted?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I I, I sat under a great apologist. He's a local guy in South Carolina. He's have apologetics class every uh, every week, and I would go and listen to him. And one thing he put in my mind as I was getting into theology and particularly uh, apologetics. is is that whenever we disagree we don't have to hate each other you know i mean i know sometimes people when they don't agree with you they automatically build within themselves this conflict you know i mean as though you're their enemy like like Mm. they they have to hate you because you don't agree with them right and uh i don't care i I just made up my mind that when talking about theology or talking about the bible or religion i'm not going to create any enemies because we don't believe the same thing because Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you know I've grown up and I, you know, I believe things and I know people didn't believe the same way we believe, we believe growing up and it was just kind of looked at as a terrible thing. And and I've grown up now and I'm, I've gotten a little older and, and my view of theology and, and certain biblical things, is, it's changed a bit. Right. I don't want to look at someone as an enemy because I've now, my, my thought pattern about certain things have changed. You know, I want to right. be able to sit down with you, talk with you and and rationalize things out. And let you understand why I believe the way I believe. And I want to hear why you believe the way you believe.
2: Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. I
0: believe if we talk on that basis, then we don't have to leave enemies. We don't have to leave, you know, uh, uh, fighting and, and fighting at one another.
2: Right, you know, right. We can
0: leave friends and just say, you know what, we don't agree. And, and hopefully, by me maintaining that relationship and maintaining that camaraderie, that we can continue to discuss things in the future. And maybe, because this is my thing, it's about getting the truth, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't want to say that I, I did this because it's about proving who's right or who's wrong. Right. I just want to know what's right or what's wrong. And if I'm wrong, then this this conversation or this relationship has helped me.
2: Mm-hmm. And, or if you're
0: wrong, it, it, you know, it has helped you. It, it's just about getting down the truth. And I don't think that, you know, it should be so hostile to where we, we forget that the main purpose of dialogue and apologetics is to just simply find out what the truth is.
2: Right, and, um, right. So
0: when somebody comes to me and they, you know, they don't agree with me, and I've, I've been on Instagram, and people would literally, you know, just start they start the conversation off hostile by calling names, oh, yeah. and you know, it's you know, you can just feel that vibe, you know, by the comments and the way that it's, it's expressed.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: you know, I just make sure that I, I discipline myself enough so that you know when I'm responding, you know, I'm sure in what I'm saying, but I'm not disrespectful, even though that has been dealt to me. And it right. it helped. You know, I mean, I got some people that don't don't agree with me too much. But we're we're the best of friends. We we can get along and we can talk and I try to utilize that method as much as possible.
1: That's awesome, man. Yeah, when people come at me on my Instagram, I, I just go into sarcastic mode. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> I do, man. I do. I, I make a meme about it. I know. Lord, y'all pray for me. I, I get real sarcastic, man, because I had, uh, I posted something right before the election about, uh, you know, I can never vote for someone that agrees to right. uh, abortion or whatever, whatever. And yeah. like, I had all these women, uh, oh, unfollowed, unfollowed. So I made a video. I was like, oh, uh, you guys got to announce that you are (laughs) unfollowing me. okay? (laughs) thank you. And then I said, uh, I said, well, yeah, I guess I would have noticed it. Well, maybe not. I do have like 14000 followers, so I might have missed it. So thank you for your. Right, Right, exactly. And
0: that's the thing. I'm to the point now where, you know, when I had maybe about 100, 150 followers, you know, I would kind of be kind of upset when people.
1: Right, you know, stop
0: following. But now, and I mean, it's not—that's not boastful or bragging. It's just that right. you know you—you you just have to be sure. And whatever it is, you—and this is what I—this is what I discovered. I've discovered that whatever it is that you believe, and this is for anybody,
2: mm-hmm. it's
0: all—it's so easy because of social media for you to find somebody that will follow you. There's no need to compromise yourself. No way, followers. You know, yeah. Or For people or for attention, you know, you, yeah. you just need to, you know, really be convicted by what you believe and, and, mm-hmm. and declare it and put it out there and. That's real, really man. It's meant for you know it'll it'll it attract them, and if not, you know, God speed, you
1: know. So. exactly, yeah, that's real. And you know that that actually, I wanted to to mention this as well, man. Um, that's the thing I love about social media. Um, like you were saying, you know, the opportunity to you not only on on that side as far as you know people coming at you, but also the opportunity to connect with people um, that you wouldn't normally even meet in normal right. circumstances that are like-minded, you know, Absolutely. uh, and, and, and I, I know that, uh, there are a lot of groups I'm a part of, man, on Facebook, right. you know, that is mm-hmm. that's so cool. And, and just, just in general, man, I can't walk down the street and see these caliber of people, these people that think right. like I think, man. So right. I'm definitely Absolutely. grateful for that, man. Um, yeah. and, uh, and, and actually it's funny cause recently I've I met some brothers, uh, Actually in Greenville. That that wow, uh wow. that are some brothers, man, and, and and reformed and uh everything, man. I'm like, right, this is right. so awesome. You know, I should have been yeah. there this broadcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, but I tell you, man, uh social media it takes away any any uh secrets, man. It reveals the best of the best and you know, um I thank God for podcasts like this, man, that gives us the opportunity to connect and get together and talk like this 'cause it's definitely necessary and and it's needed, man. All over, especially yes. in this state, particularly. You know, what I mean. Oh yes. For me personally, living here, is we need more of this a lot in in, in this state. So.
1: Yes, sir. Thank yes, you sir. For... Yeah, we're gonna keep pushing, man. We're gonna keep pushing. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Do. Yes, sir. So, um, you you mentioned that you have some books, man. You know, I'm all about promoting, man. What what right. what have you released, man? Let's let's talk about that a little bit.
0: Yeah. Um. I wrote a book. Um, I wrote two books last year, I believe it was last year. Um, the first one was The Bible and Its Message, which um, gives us different parameters of reading the Bible, how to study the Bible. And it kind of uh, goes into common situations that are used that may not be all the way correct or misunderstandings about the Bible. You know, mm-hmm. I find out in talking to people, you know, a lot of people don't realize that uh, the Bible – the English Bible, it didn't, it wasn't originally written in English. And I know that seems very, you know, <laughs> oh, simple. No, that you
1: know? I know what
0: you mean, <laughs> you, you know, and I'm not saying that you know, but it's just certain things like that that people need to know in order the historicity behind Christianity and historicity mm-hmm. behind the Bible and how it got here and how we got in the English language and, and things like that. You know, um, I want I, I thought about the people that I'm around the most, mm-hmm. and I thought about you know. The, the state that I'm in, you know, the city that I'm in, and, and mm-hmm. the people that I come in contact with day to day, and things that I could—information, just simple information um, that may seem elementary to people who study this, mm-hmm. but it is something that a lot of people, the masses, don't really know. And so wow. I wrote that book to kind of, you know, inform people, and it was it was really good. Um, A lot of people uh, responded back positively, saying that they—certain uh, things they didn't know, and it helped them to understand the Bible more, and it actually— Uh, Provoke them to to study more. And then uh, later on that year, I believe it was maybe around November, December of last year, I released a book called uh, We've Been in Church Too Long. And that was just basically uh, a book to kind of combat the complacency of Christians, Mm -hmm. you know, just being in the church building, Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. really engaging in the worldwide responsibility that we as uh, believers have. And so uh, that book was really good. It's a little short book, but it was it was very well uh, uh, received and um, I really enjoyed writing that book because it was just like a way of me venting, you know what right, I mean? Because right. there's so much going on in the world and it seems as though the believers or the Christians don't really understand their position and what they could be doing, what they should be doing, in mm-hmm. you know, order to represent, you know, the body of Christ. So I, it was just a book to get, you know, encourage people. Don't just be stuck in the church, you
2: know mm-hmm. what I mean?
0: Get out into the world and do something because you are, christ representative you know so, right right you know, that, that, it was really fun to write in i hope good. That, uh, people are as blessed as i was in writing it <laughs> <laughs>
1: i feel you man they sound real good my next question is how, how do i get my copy i mean you know i i ain't gonna ain't gonna, I ain't, gonna I ain't gonna ask for no freebie or nothing but you know i did bring you on the show but we're gonna change well, the subject i mean <laughs>
0: Man, I'll send you a free copy, but thanks for the plug, man. I'll I'll put it out there. It's on Amazon, and uh, you can order it from Barnes & Noble. Uh, You can order it from Books A Million. Uh, Anywhere where major books are sold, you can order it online, um, and you can get your copy there. Or you can order me. You can contact me um, at uh, DB, or excuse me, that's my photography email address, but uh, (laughs) my email address is uh, dfinkley, F-I-N-K-L-E-A, 521 at gmail.com and i'll be sure to send you a copy uh, of your book
1: so yeah we'll, we'll put all of that in the uh description um i'm yep. gonna get yep. all yep. the links yep. from you so they can you know click the link and 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 get okay. that book make sure you guys get the book man and and absolutely. and holler at them let them know you heard it here on the bar make sure you do that yeah for sure yeah, yeah absolutely Absolutely. yes Thank sir you. oh yeah most definitely. most def. so man um you know, we talked about YouTube. We talked about a little bit about social media. We talked about, right. uh, the book, or whatever, uh, you said you, you recently, uh, acquired a kind of assistant pastor's position. Um, talk about, I guess, application on, on that side. I don't know as much, uh, responsibility or I don't know how much right. responsibility you have, but right. you know, a lot of times in theology, you know, you always hear about the extreme where people just, you know, they just they love theology but hate people, you know, or yeah, yeah, yeah or yeah. they're just cold in theology or whatever. So talk about, I guess, uh, uh, your application of 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 your study and all of that, and then also uh, talk about, I guess, what struggles you have with that or if there are any.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a really good question, man. Because this is something that's pretty new to me. We actually started uh, helping out in pastoral ministry um about two years ago. I started in Manning. We had the flood that came through in South Carolina and that kinda wiped everything out there. Mm. And so we just went to King Street where because we had people from Manning and people in King Street, we just kinda combined them together. And um, you know, pastoring and, and being involved in pastoral ministry is a very challenging responsibility. I, I mm-hmm. wouldn't I wouldn't really I, I wouldn't even make light of it because I think some so many times people see pastoral ministry of being in that position as being glamorous and famous. Mm. And, and it's, it's really not that way. If you take the Bible seriously, you know, you're right. really sacrificing yourself, you know, a hundred percent of the time. And, and I, I personally, I have a family when I got married in 2014, my dad uh, put me in pastoral ministry next week. after I got back out, out of <laughs> kingdom, order. Oh, wow! And so it's like, <laughs> we've been in this position since we've been married and it, it's kind of like you know, it's very rewarding. I, I told my dad whenever here uh, when I was ordained and I told my wife this actually, um, that I didn't want to just receive a piece of paper and not be doing anything. So it's not mm-hmm. as if I didn't expect to be working. Um and I expected everything that I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure I did it correctly. And there's two things that I, I find to be very difficult and I then like, I give the positive side of it.
2: Mm-hmm. The
0: difficulty is is finding that audience. When I when I got into it a guy visited my church, who I was a long-time friend with, he said something to me that I, I will never forget, and I continue to think about this to this day. Mm-hmm. He said, you're going to have to find the audience that is fitting the message that you're trying to give. Mm. And, you know, for many people, that's very easy because, and I'm not throwing any shade or anything like that. Oh, shade's welcome in. on this show. <laughs> <laughs> But people, you know, they can get up and they can say anything. And they draw a crowd, and I'm not that kind of preacher. You know, I right. don't want to be the person that just says anything because he wants to fill seats. I right. Never. I wanted to give people truth, and if you're willing to hear that, then I'm. I'm more than open to you being a part of of the assembly, and mm-hmm. even coming. And even if you don't, you can come. But just know when you get there, my objective is not to, you know, impress you or excite you or any of that. Mm-hmm. I just want mm-hmm. to give you the truth. And uh sometimes that's very challenging, man, because you have social media, you have t v you have all these different forms of of media outlets that is continuously pouring into people what is not truly biblical ministry and mm-hmm. is not truly the role of a pastor and not truly
2: mm-hmm. the
0: position that a pastor should be teaching so you're 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 always trying to combat that in the minds of the people that you're trying to reach right, and, and sometimes it can be a little discouraging now well I, I will say this though. I have found that God would always send you people that wants to know if you're willing to tell them the truth. Uh, another friend told me, uh, he said, if you study correctly and if you study sincerely and if you really study for the right reason, he said God will send you people just because you're putting your heart into understanding the word of God and you're investing your time and, and investing your energy and just simply trying to understand the Bible as it is written and mm-hmm. I, I can mm-hmm. say that, that is true you know that happens all the time so um you know it's it's challenging but it's definitely rewarding i i take the approach that that paul did and i try not to use that pedestal that society and christian mainstream ch- Christendom has created that puts the pastor or you know on this great big pedestal as if he is the right. you know the mini god or the smaller god i want to use the model that paul used which was we're all fellow laborers, you know, in this ministry and Mm we all have different roles and we all have different, you know, things that we ought to be doing, but we're all moved by the same spirit. And so, you know, me understanding who I am as a servant, I try to be the first example to show that servant, you know, that servanthood and that, that mentality of being, you know, used by God and being a a source or resource to people who I'm, I'm trying to minister to. And, um, that works really well. You know, we, we, we have a good time. Our best times is, is doing Bible study. You know? Right, right. Because I try to take a approach where it's more along the lines of teaching ministry more than, and, you know, that's kind of difficult in our tradition, you know. Oh, because, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, people are not, our people, and I say that with no, you know, <laughs> ill intent, <laughs> but sometimes our people are not used to being taught, you know what I mean? Right, right. That's for what, how that, why that is, or how that became, I don't know, but, that's just the way it is. And yeah. truth be told, being taught is probably the best way. It really is. you know. It really is. Yeah, and I that's, totally agree. That's the approach I try to tell you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, and, and it's amazing because that is, uh, one of my partners, uh, Terrence Barlow, uh, he, he's a co-host here. Um, he, he's actually kind of in the same position. His dad's a pastor. Uh, he's, he's an associate. Uh, and he preaches probably, man, he pre probably every, yeah. every week. Like he preaches every week and, and he's, has transitioned i guess the church um with his teaching you know to listen to teaching number one and then also he he exposes the the scriptures you know so he right, he literally right. you know each each week is you know we had john one next week john chapter two there you, go. you know so That's it. That's it. And, and i think that that in itself man i i commend you fellas man i i definitely hats off to y'all uh doing that in the midst of Um, because like I said, there is so much out there, uh, on TV, on, on radio, you know, this glam and, 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 and it does paint a picture that, uh, that I I can definitely see that. Um, and, and, you know, I came out of the charismatic world, man. I, I, you know, I I don't know if you heard my story, man, but I was in the charismatic world, you know, uh, um, all the way in, you know, on staff at a mega ministry uh, right, redemption. Right. I don't know if you heard of redemption. Ron Carpenter. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yep, heard yep. of it. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Me and my heard. wife were on staff there. You know, wow. wide open, wow. flying. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, yeah, and, yeah. and that, that spiritually, you know, uh, they, they, you know, sp- I say spiritually, quote unquote, using my finger quotation marks, but that <laughs> yeah. they are, you know, uh, deep spiritually or whatever. But theology yeah. is is real shallow. Uh, and, and people are okay with that, you know? And I think that's, that's the case, uh, in this whole area. I mean, even in the Bible Belt, people are okay with, uh, ankle deep theology. Um, and, 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 and I commend you, man, for, uh, being willing to talk about it, being willing to have resources and, and, and videos and, and things of that nature, man, to, to help put that out there. Um. For sure now i'll tell you one of your videos that really helped me and it's so funny because i literally before this show got a text message from a buddy of mine and guess what His question was what was it <laughs> how do you study the bible brother i said you know oh, what goodness <laughs> let, let me send you this youtube video <laughs> no, well, i, <laughs> well, I appreciate me. it man yeah this helped this helped yeah. me man so for yeah. those that don't know um you don't have to give them the 30 minute spiel, man, but talk about, I guess what, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I know what inspired you to make that video, but just talk about yeah. that and then talk about some of the, you know, some of the bullet points. Don't give them everything. So make sure they go subscribe <laughs> to your channel, sure, but sure. just give them a little little teaser on that because that I'll be honest, man, to my listeners, this, uh this video really helped me and blessed me um and to, to, to I guess understand the Bible and and how to right. practically, you know, study it. Because, you know, growing up, you know, in, in in high school, I never studied. You know, college, right, right. I I pretended to study. I don't I didn't really believe, you know. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> right. I'm just staring at yeah. the page, you know. So right. you know, that, right. that's all I know. But I love the way, you know, the different, you know, principles and the way you 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 I guess lay it out, man. So give them a little bit of that and then we'll get into the fun stuff when we get out of here. Sure, sure.
0: Well thanks, man. Yeah. Um Well, that video was inspired by a lot of things. Two things in in particular, and the first thing was I heard you say that you were brought up in a charismatic uh, background. I was brought up in in the uh, Pentecostal background, Mm. but but the church organization that I'm part of and were they were really big on studying the Bible. You know, they were really big on you know uh, teaching. You know, I Mm -hmm. I found him was a teacher, and he, he that's all he did. You know, so. You know those those roots were in us, even though uh, charismatic uh, movement was actually coming in during that time, mm-hmm. that our organization was getting started. And even though it has actually developed a whole lot since it has you know first been introduced in America, right? You know, um, that was something that's this has always been a part of our makeup. But at any rate, that video was inspired by one of our teachers, one of our pastors, who again I referred to him his apologetic. Uh, class that he, he does on, on every week. Mm-hmm. He, he taught me because, you know, most people, when they read the Bible, especially in the Western society, the first thing they want to do whenever they read the Bible is they want to find what does the Bible mean to me? They yep. want to find out what is it saying to me? Yep. And, and most times with that intention, you do something that is almost inevitable. You're going to make some type of exploitive interpretation because your primary intention is not to understand the Bible as it is written,
2: your mm-hmm. intention
0: is to take a letter or a document that was presented to someone else and make it your own.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's
0: just the rule of thumb for for many people, you know what I mean? If you got a headache, you go to the Bible find out how can you get over it. If you got marriage problems, you run to the Bible find out how can you get out of those problems. And that's not to say that the Bible does not help you with those issues, but we have right. to first figure out what was the original intention of the Bible. And and I found out that so many people they just don't read the Bible that way, and it just causes them to be uh, be led into error and, and be led into confusion and falsehood. So I wanted to put something out there to give people a method to understand the Bible and approach the Bible first correctly by understanding mm-hmm. the context, the date, the time, the audience, and the people that were writing the, the particular document or the epistle or the, the, the gospel. Consider those things first, and then build your application. Because, and and I've, I've I'm really hanging on this now more so than ever. But Solomon says something that is so true if we really pay attention to it. He said, that "There's nothing new under the sun." Mm-hmm. And one translation says that history simply repeats itself,
2: mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. means
0: that there's nothing that a human being uh, experienced in the days' time that has not been in some way from a fashion experienced in a prior time. And and mm-hmm. the, the 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 beauty of the Bible is that it can speak to all generations of all people,
2: mm-hmm. all nations,
0: all nationalities, and it can still remain consistent and true throughout all the differences that we all may face as different people. Mm-hmm. So, um, But you have to study it right. You can't make it a subjective analysis of, of of your particular situation. You have to really look into the meaning of what was being written and why it was being written. Right. And the Bible will surely speak to you and give you what you need to sustain your spiritual walk and so um, I just found, you know, I I just go, I go to church. I've been to church so much, and I would see people come to church with such high expectations
2: mm-hmm. and
0: such false expectations. Certain <laughs> things that just, you know, you know, it's just like, you, you know, it, you know, when you're sitting back and you're reading the Bible, and you're you're hearing some of the things that people expect, and you just say, well, why would God even ever do that? It, you know, right. do it that way if you understand the Bible, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. people
0: live in this falsehood decades you know i mean 20 30 40 50 years and and what eventually happens is a person who lives their life with a a wrong approach to the bible or without any understanding to the bible they it doesn't necessarily you know back in the day they would stay now they're leaving but Mm -hmm. uh back in the day they would stay there but they would stay and be bitter and upset
2: yeah
0: yeah oppressed now people are just saying you know forget this i'm going out and i'll do what i want to do because you know yep. what I thought this was about. It ain't really like that. So it yep, yep. just That's walk so out good. and go away, right? So um, I thought that if people could understand the Bible, maybe we can maintain the retention. Maybe mm-hmm. we can stop the eighty percent of people that walk away from Christianity, mm-hmm. you know, before they die. And mm-hmm. Maybe we can get some people here saved and and become true believers based on the true biblical understanding and the true meaning of what it means to be a disciple. Right. Maybe we can make that impact. So I think that the the, the, the success of Christianity really lies on the fact that on the, on whether or not, whether we understand the Bible, mm-hmm. whether we can approach it right. And if we know how to study it right, correctly or not. So that's, that, that was an inspiration behind that video.
1: Right, right, man. That, that is really, really good, man. Um, Cause you know, one of the first, when you first started out, one of the first things I thought about was in Sunday school, you know, you would read a verse and then the teacher say, So what did that mean to you? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we were getting you know, we were getting trained to think like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. believe it or not, man. And and I and I'm just thinking, okay, okay, where they get that from? And you know, that somebody yeah. else probably yeah. gave it to them, man. And Absolutely. and and instead of approaching it, you know, uh correctly, man, I mean, you'd be surprised. <laughs> well, you know, maybe not because you are in South Carolina too, but man, the 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 ex, like you said the expectation man um you know the the expectation i'll say mixed with superstition and you can relate yes, to me on that you know oh, yeah. oh, especially yeah. in 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 this area man the expectation oh, and yeah. superstition man i mean to yes, the sir. point where you know don't don't put the bible on the floor you know <laughs>
0: like yes, you yes, know sir. like yes, <laughs> don't write in the bible no don't
1: uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. yes <sir>. so <laughs> That That is interesting, yeah. man. Man, this, I'll be honest, man. This conversation is so refreshing, man, just to know that, yeah. you know, yeah. there's a yeah. brother, you know, nearby, man, um, in my wife's hometown, you yeah. know, Absolutely. holding it down, man, yeah. doing his thing, yeah. man. That That is really cool, man. Um, something I like to do uh, as I get ready to wrap it up, uh, you know, me, man, I, everybody I think has their own style or whatever. Um, so uh, I want to ask you, you know before you called me as you was riding what was you listening to what kind of music what what artists what what which way do you roll man
0: you know man um <clears throat> i wasn't listening to anything today in particular but i'm 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 more along the traditional gospel you know mm-hmm. like the Walter Hawkins and and the uh, uh thomas whitfield if i'm mm. listening to anything Okay, and guys like that, and it's it's because, and I'll tell you why. I'm a musician, actually. You know, I've I've been playing piano since I was about twelve, and I've nice. been music all my life. My my mom sings, my mm-hmm. uh, my my family sings, my cousins they're all musicians. So I, you know, music has been of course my background. And um, you know, when I when I started playing, that was what I, I listened to things because of the music. But when I got older and I started listening to the lyrics, yes, and I began to figure out that some of the lyrics and some of the modern music some of the modern day music that we hear today, mm-hmm. it's just not biblical and it's not good theology. And mm-hmm. I heard, I can't remember who said it, but they stated that um, you can't have a weak theology and, and, and have a, uh, or have a great theology and have a weak doxology. That's what they said. Right. You can't have right. a great theology and have a weak doxology. Right. So I, I began to really evaluate, man, you know, what I listen to and what I, you know, incorporated in worship services and yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that nature. And, some of the music now that is just not it's not appealing to me. Uh mm-hmm. that's just based on what I what I believe about the Bible. So, you know, I, I like to hear the the music that really gets people to think about, you know, Jesus Christ and mm-hmm. and, and get you know, get to thinking about uh what he really means to to the world and right. I just found out that the oldies are are best for that and oh yeah, know, I still get down with uh um, I don't know if y'all have eighty nine point seven up there in Greenville. Do y'all have? No, nah, we don't. We don't reach us, brother. Don't reach us. <laughs> uh, don't... <laughs> yeah, it's changed lately, man. I haven't listened to it as much because I think they might have changed. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I, I get, I get with that. But, you know, the old, I, I grew up in an old, you know,
2: mm-hmm. old
0: Pentecostal field, and they had the choirs and the, mm-hmm. you know, and all that going. And, and it, it's some of the old stuff were really good. I rather get with that. Now, I, I've listened to. Uh, I think R.C. Spro has a sacred music conference yeah. every year. So I've been looking to try to get into that. And our, our church actually has been going towards that direction a little more than the, uh, the traditional gospel. So, okay, yeah, okay. Definitely going towards that.
1: Yeah, uh, I think, I can't remember. I got it downloaded, but the the recent um, uh, album that Ligonier released, uh shoot, I can't think of it. But anyway, if I remember it, I'll put it yeah. in details. But uh that's cool, man. That's cool. yeah That's cool. Yeah. Um yeah. okay. Uh as far as like I guess uh people you listen to like, you know, podcasts or sermons, uh right. what, what what what's on your playlist?
0: You know, when I first started out, my guy was John MacArthur. Oh yeah, he, I think he, that's he everybody's like guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I'm going to tell, tell you why. I couldn't believe, man. And this is one of the inspirations for me doing what I did when I first started getting into pastoral ministry. We started doing surveys of books of the Bible. Like uh, mm-hmm. We started off and we did Ephesians, and mm-hmm. we did the whole book of Genesis,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Then we did Exodus. And I got that concept from him because mm-hmm. he stated that he had been in this church all these years. And I think maybe, what, 40 years after they had finally gotten through the New Testament or something like that? It was yeah, like a long yeah. span, of, span of time, and I'm like goodness gracious, what 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 would what were the people like after 40 years of solid teaching like that?
2: Right, right. You know, right. Um, you know
0: right. consistent teaching on a particular, you know, subject matter. And um, I tried that, and, and it worked, man. It was really good. And and people, I mean, ha- who had been in church all these many years, they were just like, wow, you know what I mean? I never saw it that way. So John McArthur yeah. for sure has been a, for a long time on my playlist. But my all-time favorite, and I would say – in 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 the reform camp, I put it that way is R.C. Stroll. oh yeah, and I love him because for two reasons. The first reason is his respect and his uh, I won't say his respect, but his dependency. I, I guess that's a bad word, but that's for the lack of better words. His reliance on history. He mm-hmm. has more of a, mm-hmm. like uh, he, he when he teaches yes. from a historical standpoint, and I'm I'm really big on history. I love history. I love mm-hmm. biblical history. Any type of history, and I also I also like his eschatological position gotcha. because most people put yep. him in the camp of a partial preterist or you know mm-hmm. right around there so I, I like i love that versus i saw him uh i saw him in uh john MacArthur do a debate on um infant baptism yeah, and I think yeah, yeah. one of the main differences was the eschatological position between those oh, yeah. they're, they're kind of different and so you know whereas r c is kind of for it and and John MacArthur is like no 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 I think it's a major difference between the way they look at eschatology. So I, I like his, his position on that a, a lot more than a lot of other yeah. uh, reformers and things. So, yeah, yeah. yeah Pro, um, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, no. I was just saying, I think John is a pre Yeah, I think. Yep, he is. Yeah. I think he's a pre yep. Uh he is. But yeah, that's, that's a whole nother show, but go ahead. What, what's next? <laughs> I want to, I want to know.
0: Yeah, yeah, R.C. uh John MacArthur. Mm-hmm. I, li- I listen to a little of John Piper. I listen to a little of John Piper, um, mm-hmm. not as much as, as the other two. I, I don't really – he's a – I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's, he's something. Something. <laughs> he's saying. Like, no.
1: Yeah, Okay, move along.
0: <laughs> nah, I would say uh, old John,
1: man. Nah, I mean no 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 disrespect, man. John Parker's yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, sure, sure, he's sure, definitely sure, a killer. Sure. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, um yeah. but uh but yeah, yeah. Keep going.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna tell you another guy. I'm gonna tell you another guy that it may may not, that you would probably say no to. But I like him though. I like listening to him. Okay. And that's N T Wright. I like N. T. Wright for some reason. And the reason I do Okay is because okay. I think I think I think he cha- I think he challenges theology from the same perspective that rc would would challenge it from
2: okay maybe with a
0: different twist and that's from history i love history man so yeah yeah yeah, that's real you know yeah whenever you come up with history and and i'm looking at you you know and uh, Mm -hmm. i'm trying to figure out how are you you know refuting you know tradition with you know with Mm -hmm. what you're saying is historically sound. so Mm -hmm. i I listen to him really a whole lot i enjoyed his book uh, him. As a matter of fact, I bought John Piper, and I bought his book when they were going that feud back and forth, and they were writing books mm-hmm. at each other. <laughs> but all of that, and and that was just a that was amazing. Um, but right. um, uh, yeah, RC RC John MacArthur, NT Wright. I also like uh Alistair McGrath. I love him too. Because, okay, uh, he he comes in with a a, a little twist, and and he puts some things there. You know, I, I'm all over the place with with. With with uh, the guys I listen to, and I guess it's because I'm open to hear what anybody has to say, right?
2: Right. If they right. can
0: say it intelligently and right. logically, so that I can kind of dig in and, and sharpen myself with uh, what oh, I yeah. believe. But yeah, th- those guys right now I've been listening to a, listening to a whole lot, and um, even though it seems to me that they are a bit redundant, not RC, but more so NT writing and some of the other guys, they're a little redundant in what they're saying. It's just the way that they say it, and and I think right. one of the advantages that NT has is that whenever he says something, he has about a thousand different ways to say it. Mm-hmm, and he has like mm-hmm. a thousand different approaches that he can take to it, and it's oh, hard yeah. to refute something when you have that many ways of saying the same thing. You know? Yeah. Um, so that's you know, an intelligent it, dude, man. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's, he's got he got a lot going for him. So yeah, it's It's, okay. it's cool, man. Now, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's what's, what's on my list right now yeah
1: all right well make sure you add the bar to your list man you know check us hey, out Liz, man
0: you already know it. you already know the bars on the list make
1: sure you make sure you put them somewhere in there man you know on, on that
0: on that 45
1: minute commute man you know you there you that. go there you go bro you know i got it yes sir man But well, brother it has been a pleasure pleasure to uh yeah. to do this interview Likewise. with you man uh definitely appreciate you taking time out hey do you are you familiar with mission aware
0: mission aware i'm not familiar with it okay mission
1: aware is actually they have uh like reform t-shirts and hats and mugs and and oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 they have well, Mission Aware is one of our new sponsors, man. And so it you, you're definitely welcome to do this, to support us, man. But if you go to Mission Aware and you type okay. in the, the uh, discount code BAR, you get a okay. discount on your gear as well as you support the podcast, man. So I think you need to okay. invest in uh, the bar while you're out there. <laughs> hey, listen, you know
0: I will, man. I will. I will definitely. Absolutely. Yes, sir. It, man. But, Thank you for letting me know about that. I wasn't aware they were sponsoring. I definitely got to support now. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. Mission Aware, man.
1: Missionaware.com. And uh, I definitely had that in the the, the show details as well. Um, Definitely had to give them a plug because they are our our new
0: sponsor. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Any last words you want to say to the people as we conclude?
0: Well, I mean, I just want to say thank you for having me, man. And uh, it was a pleasure to firstly meet you and, and to come in contact and get the connection and there's an even greater pleasure to uh be here on the bar. Keep doing what you're doing. Y'all keep listening and supporting. He has great information and great things out there. And I uh, hope we can get back together again real soon, man.
1: Most definitely, most definitely. We're going to be in contact and then, you know, I got to have you back, man, whenever you know, I start cycling on my <laughs> on my interviews like hey, man, you free?
0: <laughs> hey, anytime, man. I'm available, man. Just let me know, all right? that's what's up
1: bro i really appreciate you again man thank you again and to my listeners out there make sure you guys check out the brand new bar facebook page that's right the bar has its own facebook page uh you just put in face uh www uh dang i'm all messed up (laughs) www.facebook.com slash the bar and you will find the brand new bar facebook page we're also on twitter and you can find us at at the bar underscore podcast and we're also on instagram at at the bar underscore podcast so make sure you check us out there and also make sure you check out let's talk theology i'm gonna put all of his stuff his youtube link his instagram anything else he has the photography company if you need your pictures taken in (laughs) south carolina holla at my man he got good pictures I'm going to get him to take mine so I can have a nice website and all that. And I'm saying this all on the radio so he can't pull out. And uh, with all that being said, God bless you. We out of here. Before I go, I like to do this every time I get a chance, and that is expose you guys to some good music. So today I ran across Mr. Sean C. Johnson, a song called Luke Cage, Bulletproof Soul, man, Uh, basically talking about your – uh security and your salvation and man when i tell you this song it is right there in the stream man of all the stuff that i like man i think one of the comments somebody made was like this is a song that sound like duele and d'angelo was sitting on a church pew uh and made this up man i mean it just has that flow and that's the kind of music that i love so check this out man sean c johnson you can actually download it free i'm gonna put the link in the in the podcast notes but you can download it free uh and this song is called luke cage bulletproof so hope you guys enjoy it Special 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 way you know we need to make it happen like yesterday you know
3: In my own, you mm, white as snow white as snow white as snow all my sins you washed white as snow white as snow my soul is pure my soul is pure
1: You. High five. I'm What's up, Bar Listeners? It's finally here, the bar-exclusive content. Yes, that's right you can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month $50 for the year to get exclusive content what is the exclusive content I'm glad you asked The exclusive content is additional information from my guests extra time with them and like the green moon setting laid back them asking me questions I ask them questions and also the Facebook group you get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the VIP inside the bar group and we'll see you there